0: Welcome to episode two of The Virtual Estate, hosted by Xavier Martinelli and Jonathan Ben-Shimon. Today, we have Dirk Lewitt, the co-founder of Upland, the property trading game that's smashing the boundaries of the, of the real and virtual words, worlds. Hello, Dirk. How are you?
1: I'm perfectly fine. How are you guys? Wonderful.
0: Thank you yeah, for you. joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, firstly, could you tell us a little a little more about Upland?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, we ap- started Upland roughly one and a half years ago, so mid-2018, uh, when um, Idan Zuckerman, Mani Honigstein, and I, we said together, these are my two co-founders, we had one of those fun game nights, we were playing Monopoly, and of course we were um, big blockchain fans And on one hand, and on the other hand, Mani and Idan, they're coming from the gaming space, and we put actually one and one together. We said, huh, you know, all this NFTs, properties, and uh, doing a, creating a world, maybe a parallel world, virtual world, using all that. Uh, why don't we create a new company around that? And that was basically the idea of uh, Upland. Wonderful, great. Um, so, what what is possible
0: to what is possible now to build on Upland?
1: So, <clears throat> Upland um, primarily right now is a property trading game, how we call it. It's a very simple. Uh, we take it's a, one one important notion is that we are based on real world addresses. And what you do is that you actually go and you buy um, properties which are using the real boundaries of a property, let's say, um, right now in San Francisco, that's the city where we started out. So once you purchase that uh, property, you will start earning our in-game cryptocurrency on it. But then we're adding um, consequently more game loops to it. Right now, what you can do, for instance, you can start and collecting multiple properties with the same characteristics, very similar to the famous board game. So let's say when you have three properties in one street you're actually increasing your earnings on that. So that's one thing. And of course there are different um, collections in the game. So that means there's a very simple one, just own one property that's how you start out. But then there are really hard ones, for instance, you know, when you have to collect multiple museums in San Francisco. So that's one game loop. Another game loop is what we have in there is also that you are able to, <coughs> to um do treasure hunting. Uh, we just had a big release this week, where we actually hiding small treasures, and you know, have to go and have to be faster than other players. And the one who found it first actually will see a small pinata, and then we have some some uh, what we call tap game, where you have to tap very quickly. And the, when you found the treasure, and the faster you tap, the, the more actually uh, Apex, which is our in-game currency, uh, you will collect from from that pinata. So so that's uh, lots of fun. But what's very important in our game is um, that uh, you cannot only buy those property and earn um, those Apex on it, you can also sell them on the marketplace against Apex, or you can trade them against another property. Um, going forward, uh, we will also allow that that you can actually go and sell those properties for fiat currency. That's definitely uh, on the roadmap. That's also one piece of our whole approach, that we say we want to have a game that really targets the mass market, that means some uh, Signing up with Upland is super simple. You just need an email and password. You can even download apps in the Android and the App Stores. We also are working currently on mobile web. Soon, desktop is coming as well, and um, so that makes it very low barrier for for let's say the average player. Say they don't need to deal with private keys, wallets, um, and and passphrases or what have you. Right? It's really simple. Just email. Yeah.
0: That's wonderful. I mean, I, I mean, I met you through NFT NYC, and I think we spoke about this previously that the kind of easeability is such an important factor in a lot of these platforms, and I think you've got that kind of figured out perfectly.
1: Thank you, yeah No we are where we' got and we, we, we see that also kind of players uh, where we're getting in and we're getting also confirmation from from the community here. <clears throat> wonderful. Uh, next question, what cities
0: are currently available?
1: So, yeah, right now San Francisco is available only. We're still in beta and we came out of closed beta. Um, so let's say we, we launched closed beta back in June last year. We didn't have a lot of features in there. Then we opened up the beta at the end of December. So we're roughly two, two and a half months now in uh, open beta. And, but um, this will also stay for a little bit longer because we still want to add more game features to it. But all you can do is right now buy and sell properties in the city of San Francisco. Okay, wonderful. And what's your like ideal next
0: step with the cities? What other cities are you kind of pushing towards?
1: Yeah. So, as we are based on the real world, um, we want to get as much as possible real world aspects into the game. Having said that, is uh, to give you one croncake, the example. So, we were really thinking uh, we will open up other cities in the US first, and then go international eventually afterwards. But in order to travel to, to another city, you need actually to go through the airport. So we had a very successful sale of the airport parcels just last Sunday. Within two hours, we sold actually Terminal 1 of the San Francisco airport within two hours. It uh, went really fast. Um, but you need that as a player going forward. You know, let's say once we open up another city, would it be Chicago, New York? Or, you know? Yeah not completely transparent about that, you have to go through that airport. And
0: will I mean another question is and they're kind of expanding on that, is if airlines are gonna be involved in Upland, will they therefore have to pay rent to the landlord of the airport?
1: Yeah, so we started reaching out to airlines right now. That's exactly the idea, right? So yeah. <laughs> you as a player, you have to get uh, what you have is a little what game piece, what we call Block Explorer, um, you know, where who is able actually for you to discover properties, but also that Block Explorer you need to bring to the airport. The ones who own the parcels on the airport actually can then earn money because um, you will earn Apex because you will have to uh, send them through their properties. And then you have to, and uh, we haven't disclosed yet exactly what, how the game mechanic will be, but yes, airlines will be involved in a certain way to go to, to another city. Very interesting. And on that,
0: in terms of other brands, what type of other involvements do you see um, within Upland? N- not generally airports, but in other parts of the city.
1: Yeah, it's just a picture. Since we are based on the real world, you can now imagine that any type of other retailer can play a role going forward, right? Maybe your coffee shop or something can become interesting. Uh, We're also thinking about bringing car manufacturers or cars into the game, car brands. Um, so then, uh, we're strongly also thinking of you know, maybe some of the players want to open up uh, financial services or a bank within Upland. Uh, we don't. We haven't yet decided exactly how we're going to do that. But all these things that will be coming, and the more realistic we can be, i.e., the more brands we can bring into the game, the better it is. Exactly. Um,
2: I have a small question. Sorry, uh, go please. ahead, Manny. Um, What is your um, like approach? Regarding who is producing, who is making the rules? Uh, I mean, in terms of development of content. So, uh, um, can you tell us a little bit about what is possible in terms of? Um, I mean, uh, what, I mean, what developers can can build, and also uh, what kind of functionalities? Because you you mentioned, for example, a brand. So, if someone is uh, owning uh, the land, he will be able to. Uh, create also new business models on top of his, uh, his land and um, added like new payment providers, etc. Like what's the uh, like how how flexible it is?
1: Yeah, I mean the whole approach that we've chosen is actually that you it's it's built as a platform going forward. Uh, when we say as a platform, so you have actually two groups. One is the group of let's say non coders they will be able to build on top of the land because today, as of today, you only buy the parcels um, and that's it. But going forward, you will eventually be, be able to build on top of it. That means you can erect a building, uh, or uh, you can do whatever you know. We will uh, foresee within the land. You know, just just taking all these other you know very famous games where you can just build on top of that. So that's one thing. Then, but also we want to open it up for other developers um, so that they will be able to build new things which we haven't thought of. And uh, it really works like a platform. We can see that already today. That it seems to resonate with also developers. So We had one developer. Uh, you know who's uh, um, you know querying or uh, pinging or our, our apis and and in the blockchain and he's created a new type of search engine uh, fun- functionality type of search which we did not have yet in the game so which is kind of interesting that you see that we are able to maybe develop also co- developer community around that not just a player community but also developer <clears throat>
2: mm-hmm. okay okay
1: very cool
0: and in terms of you know you've said that it's based on the real world in terms of maybe brands purchasing naming rights for example the airport would that be possible
1: well we have to uh, right now of course we cannot use brand names you know without their permission but of uh, but the plan is to to approach brands and and see how they can uh, play a role in the game because as you know, probably the games, uh, there's a lot of chatter right now in the tech space where people say games are the new social networks mm-hmm. and where people communicate and do things. And I see that, you know, when, when kids are playing these days and they have maybe Discord open on the side and, you know, they play, but at the same time they talk about school or whatever. <laughs> so and I, I clearly see that also with Upland and where people will be able to, to communicate. Content
2: and and also social creating content together games is, to... is changing both are becoming as uh, social and uh, and, uh, and new types of platforms that enable co-creation of uh, content will be the leaders the same way that uh, you know what is a company in the end of the day just a platform to, for collaboration so the same thing only virtual
0: Okay, wonderful. So next question, Dirk. Um, who are you considering as the leaders within the space? Um, I guess it's Lin better, so it's it's very fresh, but if there was
1: yeah, so i mean in the in the normal gaming space, you have those classical you know players uh, in terms of you know like like game game operators, of course,-. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking in the blockchain space, I don't see that there's a clear leader because there's a couple of other platforms doing, you know, similar things like, like I mean, not really similar things, but, you know, they're creating virtual worlds. Uh, but I don't see any any clear leader yet uh, in, in in that space. You we know, say, you know, I don't know whether that's also going to be one takes it all. I believe there will be different... Uh, let's say, universes, multiverses, however you call it, uh, for different target groups. You can see that today when you look at Minecraft, for instance. Uh, prove me I'm wrong, but I believe, you know, it's it's probably this core target group and the 12 to 16-year-old boys or something. Maybe the younger, same with Roblox. Um, and that's going to be also with, uh, maybe in the blockchain space, we're going to have some games which are more targeted over the younger audiences. And then, what I personally believe as today, and let's see what the future will tell us. So for instance, that Upland will be much more for a little bit older target groups, say uh, maybe 21 plus years or so. Of course, because should not forget that Upland has this connection to the real world, where real business can happen, where real jobs can be created. That's that's one big part of our vision, and um, that's of course for more people who are in the in the uh, who are already working or not still in school. <laughs> So on that point where jobs will be created, what are some of the examples of the jobs
0: that can be created?
1: Oh, there's – I mean, what is very – which is, of course, one of the examples which comes to mind, you know, immediately is, you know, let's say if you're an artist, right? So, uh, you know, one one idea we've always had is, you know, to have a virtual gallery – within upland where artists can go and start selling you know their art in a, in a certain way so then it's a, it's a distribution mechanism of, on one hand on the other hand maybe uh you know I mentioned the example of a, of a car manufacturer right so there might be people opening up a virtual a uh, car dealership in our world on, on on a certain address where people can go and then buy their their car whatever whatever it is Porsche Tesla what have you right <laughs> and then they buy it and um, then they can drive around but maybe there um, and you know maybe some of those so th- first of all this car dealer might become a new job because he gets a commission for each car virtual car which gets sold. But on the other hand, maybe also there's another, you can expand those, this idea a little bit further of artists. Maybe, you know, the car manufacturers will allow that people can, you know, enhance their cars, mod their cars, you know, create unique cars, you know, which are only their once, And then people can sell them and make money out of that uh, for, for them in the future. So I see lots of uh, possibilities. And I mentioned the other example was about the banks. Maybe someone becomes a bank and becomes a money lender and, and so on. The loan shark.
0: <laughs> um okay cool can you see maybe a space for an ev- for events
1: for events, it's also yeah. possible, yeah. So um, first of all, we're going to have, uh, you know, St. Patrick's Day is approaching. We're going to have a special event around that um, soon, uh, you know, within the game, you know, special treasure hunt that, that's coming up. Otherwise, uh, we see that completely. So I actually have been approached uh, by uh, a large soccer team uh, from Europe already. They're interested in doing something with us, and um, of course, that—that's exactly you know, events bringing 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 that together, and especially in these days when you have soccer games, football games uh, without spectators because of this famous uh, virus, uh, all this virtual becomes maybe more interesting uh, faster than we think.
0: Definitely, all locking ourselves inside—it's—it's—it's it's, it's yeah. amazing. Okay, so um, another thing, if you're a landlord on Upland, what do you see as valuable?
1: Well, when I'm a landlord, I, I think there's a different aspects to it, why people buy or become a landlord in, in Upland. Some people purchase a property because it's a property they own in real life, maybe, or a property they always aspire to own, maybe something, you know, right now, since we're only in San Francisco for now, right, they want to own something on Market Street or whatever, they, they really like it. So that's, uh, of course, one group. Um, then probably then the second group of landlords we have today is people who just, enjoy the game, we like the thrill, to complete the collection, to do treasure hunting and to show that. Um, then maybe to brag a little bit, maybe that they have a special property and we've seen that, you know, what what they do. So, for instance, right now, you know, we have a ga- game dynamic in there that our, our community are trying to buy our all properties will have a house number of one, <laughs> so that's re- really funny. So it's something you know, some 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 social aspects to it. Maybe then there's a third group, of course, of people who are thinking, okay, I buy something now for let's say you know ten thousand Apex. Maybe you know in the future this will be thirty thousand Apex. and um, you know this is kind of speculation. Of course, uh, you know these kind of people are also coming into the
2: game. And and right now the the all the real estate is. Um like have a secondary market on Upland?
1: Yes, it's a directly a secondary market. So you can when you when you when you bought purchase a property. So um, and the way you purchase actually a property is through a discovery mechanism. I mentioned the little block explorer, the what we call the, this is our game piece, which roams the city randomly in San Francisco. And um, you can only purchase properties what he's discovering. He leaves a trail and all the properties he's with are within his trail you are able to purchase. So once you bought a property, um, you can put it on up on the marketplace and then other players can go and, and purchase it.
2: <clears throat> I see. And uh, when, when you are planning to diverge into, uh, like start enabling the users to sell their property into fiat and to buy with fiat,
1: So as soon as uh, we have all regulatory clearance, so we are, I think, 80% there now, 85% in terms of regulatory things. Uh, So this is uh, good. And we're going to do this actually together with a partner, which we're going to announce and once we have that, then of course we need to implement it in, into the product. Uh, so, I mean, I hope we we, we want to have that soon, but I cannot make definitive you know uh, answers when exactly that will be because it depends also on third party, not just on us.
2: Amazing. And and do you see more? Uh, I think you are very pioneer in, in that sense. Like uh, other, let's say, content creation platform that that uh, enable. Uh, their users to buy and sell this content besides Upland? Like, do you know other platform in the world that enables it? Uh,
1: to to uh, Well, p- yes. I mean, the crypto space, you have a couple of those platforms, right? What but i a,
2: a crypto. I mean, in general, a, a platform that enables someone to create content that can be uh, on top of real estate, that can be a pure art, uh, whatever, and then sell but for fiat, not for uh, crypto, because the crypto is, um, uh, like you said, quite limiting uh, um, in terms of the uh, on-ramps and, and, and off-ramps. Uh,
1: that is correct, yeah. So uh, to be honest, and I, I might be wrong, because of course there's a lot of you know companies you know, building new products, but I am not aware of any company who's doing that uh, where you can sell them for fiat. Uh, but I might be wrong, but this is my current market knowledge. <clears throat>
0: Wonderful. I think we're good. Um, Thank you for your time, Dirk.
2: You're welcome. I really
0: enjoyed it.